Welcome aboard, Captain. Welcome back to Star Trek Minute, the semi-daily podcast where we analyze and discuss Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock, one minute at a time. I'm one of your co-hosts, Crystal Sal. That would make me your other co-host, David Stoker. Yes, it would. Hey, Dave. Chris? All right, you ready? Minute 85. Minute 85. Yeah. Uh, minute 85 starts with Genesis, planet, the planet Genesis catching fire just about everywhere. And... <laughs> Uh, it ends a minute later with Kirk getting a chance to look cool once again as a door opens in front of him. When does Kirk not look cool when the door opens in front of him? I know, man. He's always, yeah, never looks bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this is, we were talking about this one a little bit offline. This is a, a kind of a, I mean, it's a minute, but it seems like a fast minute. It's uh, Well, it's mostly the destruction of the planet. I mean, that's... Really, all we a lot of what we see is trees catching on fire, land opening up, fire coming out. Um, yep. I mean, that's the bulk of the minute. <laughs> to be blunt about it. All right. Star Trek minute. <clears throat> yep. Okay. We'll see you guys next week. And uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I think uh, I am still. Imp- like even just the beginning, like you said, the tree blowing up. That's mm. pretty pretty close to the beginning of the minute. I am impressed with all of the all the pyrotechnics and everything. They, they you know, we were talking about them lighting the set on fire last week, and mm. uh, there's some serious destruction going on here. Oh yeah, they they went for it. I mean, they didn't. There's no uh, there's no holding back here. I mean, they lit the set on fire. Yeah, uh, super fun. So it's, I guess that this is kind of a this really is a big moment. I think when you think about um, Kirk and Spock in this minute. Yep. Um, so after the tree explodes, you know, Kirk um, goes and uh, goes to Spock, and um, he doesn't roll him over completely, but a little bit, and we get to see the side of his face, and that's definitely Leonard Nimoy there. So that's what Spock four. Um, no, Spock, Spock five? five. Spock five. So, so that would be Spock five. Right. Spock um, played by Leonard Nimoy. Played by Leonard Nimoy. Yeah. Uh, who also directed this movie, by the way. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So interesting. Never so, would have guessed. <laughs> so yeah, I think this is kind of a uh, a big moment, right? It's you know he's just based you know what we can see. It looks like he's now mm. he's, he's he surged again. His yep. age just surged, and he looks kind of like the Spock we know. Mm. Um, it's a pretty big deal. We get a reaction shot from Kirk, kind of. I don't know what his if he's just like, yeah, that's the Spock I know. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't quite. Yeah, I didn't. I don't quite get his reaction. What he's right. what he's thinking of because I think he's more concerned about what's going on around him. And you know, he helps Spock up to his feet, and then we get more destruction of the planet, more you know rocks purging through the uh, the Earth, much better than Star Trek V, and we see more things catching on fire. Um, I mean, yeah, the planet is just basically incinerating itself. Yeah. I get distracted by the, about him when he picks Spock up, uh, 
how awkward that is. It looks awkward, and it also looks like they, like they cut something, almost. A little bit, yeah. Like it looks like he would have maybe he said something to Spock, like you got to get up, you know. Or, um, well, first of all, when you see Spock, he looks like he's either asleep or knocked out, mm-hmm. and then he magically gets up. Yeah, right. He doesn't he's he helps himself up? Yeah, yeah, a little bit, yeah. But then he's, you know, Kirk is holding him up, and then even in the last shot, I mean, it looks like he's sort of holding him up. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I went looking into the novelization to see if there was actually a moment, you know, where they where they where they spoke, but um, it's not. Kirk just, you know, says, "Yep," you know, turns him over and says, "This is Spock." The Spock, <clears throat> as he'd known him. I'm a li- I'm a little surprised at, you know, the choice here of making Nemo, you know, Spock five. A little passive because the planet is going through such a massive change a massive i mean it's it, it is it's 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 destroying itself inside out and you don't get any sort of reaction by spock who is literally tied to the planet yeah and i feel not. like i feel like you would either get screams or pain or something pain yeah exactly yeah, I agree. Yep. Unless it's, he's just so, um, you know, exhausted from all the pain that you know he passed out. Right. Maybe that's the what we're supposed to take away from there. But uh, I agree with you. That would have been interesting to see him, you know, writhing and screaming. So I'm going to pose a hypothetical question here, and I'm going to take us a little off track. All right. So I'm supposing that when Spock first lands on the planet way back at the beginning of the movie you know the end of wrath of khan mm-hmm. he you know because of the the planet and its metabolic changes and it's surging forward and growth and it you know the weather changes and so it basically helps spock reform into a child that eventually grows up okay do you think if a the planet wasn't burning itself up and B, they don't find him, that potentially it could just be an infinite loop of Spock dying and being reborn? Yeah. I, <clears throat> I think so. You mean like it, like at this moment, like if we, if we had... If Kirk hadn't shown up, yeah, Spock would have surged to this age and maybe surged again to old age and then died. And then he would have surged again to infant and then yep. back to... Um, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, so, yeah. Um, so maybe this isn't even the original. This could be like third or fourth generation Spock. Right. He could have. Yeah. He could have died. Yep. Uh, right. That's what kind of was where I was going. You know, we were joking around about Krug. Like, could Krug yeah. come back? But you know, is it? We don't really. We, we never really figured out if you know the reason Spock came mm-hmm. back in the first place is is you know the timing of everything that he was, you know put on the planet while the genesis wave was still in flux or whatever right yeah um and you know has it has that uh phase of the genesis wave gone away now and you know know, crew wouldn't reanimate or or even the the couple of klingons that died those klingon soldiers that died you know a few minutes ago yeah could they reanimate um now i'm saying reanimate like they're zombies like gross but um no i know what you mean yeah um I say maybe, but I think Hmm. that would be horrible to watch. Yes, I agree. Yeah.
do you think <laughs> going out on another tangent and a complete do you think if he could cut off his arm and then like the DNA in his arm becomes another person what <laughs> so you just have an army of Spocks <laughs> like a like a lizard when they lose their tail <laughs> wait well I that, mean is that all the DNA all the DNA he needs is like in his finger so you could potentially cut off all your fingers and <laughs> they would reanimate as 10 different Spocks and now you're starting to freak me out it's <laughs> That's a Stephen King esque novel right there. Yeah, exactly. Let's get let's get let's get him involved in a movie. <laughs> an army of Spocks. But that was not that's not an episode from the original series. That would be a great episode. That would be cool to see. Uh, yeah, great. Sorry. That's yeah, that's okay. <laughs> Sorry I went there, man. <laughs> I I just had all these like different tangents of things I was thinking of. I'm like, what would happen if well, that's the thing is, you know, the, the beauty of, of Genesis, the Genesis wave and proto matter. And is you know, you, all the, you can come up with all these ludicrous, you know, implausible uh, scenarios. It's unpredictable. Hmm. All right. Uh, let's see. So, so Kirk scoops up Spock for whatever. Yeah. Somehow scoops him up. Um, and then he's got, uh, still got, Somehow he got a hold of his phaser again, and he's got the... Uh, and he's got the communicator. Yeah. yeah somehow he, he got all them. Yeah. So he's pretty lucky, because he's standing. He's literally standing between two, like, you know, chasms of fire. So yeah. he's lucky he didn't lose those uh, <laughs> down down one of these rifts. Um, yeah. So I'm going to say Shatner's uh, Klingon, not as good as yours. That's all right. <laughs> But he calls for whatever he's 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 just repeating what he heard, right? He's repeating what yeah. um, Krug yelled uh, when he beamed up uh, the bridge crew. Right? Do you know? I, I don't think we've you know we, we've talked about transporters a few times. I think this season. Uh, I don't know if we've ever asked this question. Did transporter knows, you know, they're hugging, right? Um, so hmm. they're gonna get they're gonna get beamed up and yeah. Uh, they're not going to get the, the transporter knows us, there's two distinct beings here, right? So they're going to get uh, beamed up properly. <laughs> yes. So that, that's what I think is that uh, they scan. They have, probably have to do some sort of scan where because he's just calling out. So when we look back to when you know crew beamed up had Maltz beam up the rest of the crew. He just says he says the same thing, you know, activate beam, mm-hmm. but he doesn't specify and say uh, the. He must have known at that moment, you know, you're going to beam up the five survivors, and you're not going to. I don't. So let me just say I don't know how how it was all determined because he doesn't really give him a command and say beam up just the survivors because he does. He says the same thing. Yeah. He says you know. Activate beam. Joy Ju, which is, you know, you know, activate the beam. So my guess is, is he scans and notes that there's, there's two. two people there. So, so you know, beam them up. You know, there's two beings. Beam, yeah. beam them both up. They're alive. And he said, you know, activate the beam. So I'm going to activate the beam. Yeah. So I... Have we ever seen? Okay, here's so maybe let me ask it a different way. Have we ever seen in Star Trek <clears throat> um, 
a scene like this where they say, you know, beam us up or beam me up, whatever. Right. Um, and and only Kirk gets beamed up, even though he's hugging someone. They never. Mm-hmm. They no, don't they do don't that. do that. No. no. Okay. There's a good scene of this in Star Trek Discovery where um, uh, two characters, uh, one of them's getting beamed out, and uh, just as the character gets beamed out, they hug someone. Yes. And and they both get beamed. Yes. They both get beamed, but they but they get separated. So when they arrive, they're actually yes. on two different pads. Uh, and I thought that was interesting because I'm like, oh, I don't think I've ever seen that before. I think it's usually it separates know, the yeah the the physical being from the yeah. other being. So. Yeah. Hmm. So like so we don't we don't actually get to see Spock and Kirk arrive <coughs> on the bird of prey. Um, no. But you wonder if are they going to arrive hugging or are they going to be on two separate transports? So, so not to get a movie ahead of us, but we do see that in the end of Voyage Home. Oh, we do. Okay. Yeah. Um, at the very end of the movie, um, they're outside the bird of prey, and Kirk says, "You know, beam me in." And as the beam is going, she jumps on him. Oh, that's right. Yep. But we don't see them end up. He just says, "You tricked me." So you don't necessarily see them when they land, you know, land, so to speak, right. when they when they rematerialize. So potentially they could rematerialize in two separate spots. Ah, uh, transporting. Yeah, it's a it's an interesting. Uh, I don't. A lot of it I just don't understand. <laughs> it is the future. It's not our it time. It is. It's not our it time. It is. Yeah. Maybe someday. Maybe our children. Hmm. All right. So moving on then. Um, so Kirk, you know, calls out to Maltz to to activate beam, um, and then we get some more you know, more destruction shots, and then you get this uh, awkward. Yeah, awkward. Uh, awkward in a couple ways, right? It's, so it's the you know Kirk and Spock and the you know standing in front of all the destruction. Obviously superimposed. It looks green screen. Yeah, and it, and it also doesn't look like Shatner to me. I don't, his just his stance looks weird. Right. It's, he looks very he looks very bow legged and like he's crouched and it just looks funny. Yeah, and it it just makes me think it's the stunt guy again. For yeah, which, which a I don't bit. know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe this was something they added later and just used a you know stand in for Shatner. Because <clears throat> even even Spock, I don't think looks like it's. They look too short. Both of them look too yeah. short. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It just looks funny. It looks very awkward. Yeah. And one thing I think I've missed, so awkwardness aside, so they beam out. Um, but I, I think I've missed in the past, like, as soon as they beam away, like, the ground all just disappears from mm. where they were standing. So it was, like, you know, timing-wise. Just, just in the nick of time. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, from the time he calls the, you know, the activate beam to you know to the actual beam out i mean it's it's a good couple of seconds it's not like instantaneous he gives a you know kirk gives a good look sees everything catching on fire and then miraculously the beam comes in and then the ground falls out yeah so it's a good you know five six seconds yeah you wonder wonder what maltz was thinking when he you know when he got the command is he like trying to confirm who he's beaming up or he just went for it um they beam out and then we just get all sorts of wonderful destruction. Lots of fire, lots of rocks falling. Yeah. A lot of rocks falling these past, like, 20 minutes or so. Yeah, they're really putting the set down. Yeah. I can repeat these mistakes. I do wonder behind the scenes, like, how they 
you know, we're assuming this is this is all happening on the soundstage. <laughs> you're like, how do they put all that out? You know, because it just the stuff doesn't look like miniatures to me. It looks like you know they're they've actually got all these fireballs going on. Right. Anywho, say goodbye to Genesis. Just about. We're almost there. Yeah. So, what do you think? This the final couple seconds here. With uh, you got your. I know you're a fan of these doors, right? Oh, I love these doors. Yeah. And you know, another like you said, it's another scene of, you know, Kirk, looking cool, in front of some doors opening. Yep. He'd only look cooler if he was actually still. He kind of looks up as the door opens. Yeah. He, he should have been looking straight ahead, but that's okay. Still a cool, still a cool moment. Yeah. I don't remember if this was in the trailer. I don't think it was. It would only look cooler if he had the pop collar. Exactly. Oh, yeah, he lost his coat. Yeah. Now he's just got puffy sleeves. He does. So, yeah, so that's where we end it. Um, do, you, do you have anything else for... Uh... I do not. I do not. All right. Well, nor do I. Um, so why don't we wrap it up? Um, and I'll uh, invite, invite folks to, if you haven't already... Um, if you join the Star Trek Minute Listener Federation, you really should. Uh, if you head out to Facebook, uh, search for the Star Trek Minute Listener Federation and uh, ask to join. Um, uh, got all sorts of fun stuff going on there. Lots of conversation uh, about the, these minutes, about this movie. Um, there's some good chatter about Star Trek Discovery and uh, just things about Star Trek in general. Um, so why don't you join there? And uh, we'll be back again on Wednesday talking about Minute 86 of The Search for Spock. Here at Star Trek Minute. Bye now. Goodbye. Goodbye.